You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 480. Mavericks, the new OS. Okay. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. This is 480, which means we are only 20 shows away from our 500th show. And I could tell you right this minute exactly what the date of that 500th show is. But right now, I just don't care. And with me, as usual, is uh, my my good co-host all the way across that big pond, Gazmaz. How are you doing tonight, Gaz? We're swimming across. Oh, well, yeah, that, you're going to be a while then. I, I thought yeah. you didn't have that much time tonight. It couldn't. Well, that's why. Oh, <laughs> it's just that long swim. Okay, well. Um, it's a long way, you know. It is a long way. Uh, you, most people probably didn't hear this show or last week's show until after the, the big Apple announcements. And of course. Yeah, yeah, there, there was there was something that Apple did last week. <laughs> uh, yeah, they released a new OS, apparently. Yeah, uh, amongst other things, whilst we waited. There, were, there was other stuff? Yeah, oh my God. Uh, let's see. Uh, there was a new iPad that has thinner bezels and a faster processor. and um, thinner, thinner, lighter, stronger, faster. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So it had a faster processor. It has a new uh, motion coprocessor and uh, thinner bezels for a whole lot of money. <laughs> it's it's also thinner as well, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. And it lost about it's seven seven point five millimeters thin, as they like to say. Whereas yeah. I'd like to say it's thin seven point five millimeters thick. Yeah, like anyone can really tell the difference. <laughs> Yeah, I was. I, I actually, I wasn't all that blown away uh, by, by, the, by what by the new iPad. The well, iPad yeah, I Air. was actually. I was actually. I'm thinking that I'm going to be selling the the third gen that I've got, so I could yeah, subsidize getting getting um, getting that one because I quite I quite like the fact that they've lost you know uh, point one. Well, it's gone from one point four pounds down to a pound. I think that's going to make a big difference actually. Um, so and you know. I, I I just got to. I think the third gen is probably the worst of the bunch. To be honest with you, really, you think so? Because mm. that's what I mm. have too. Because it was the first Retina, wasn't it? Yeah. I you know, I've 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 had a, a pretty good run with my third gen. It's gone to two Mac oh, it worlds works with fine. me. It works fine. I just think that it's there are times when it it can be a little bit laggy, but um, well, it depends on I, what you're doing. Well, stuff. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, well, I know when I, I noticed that whenever I do stuff, yeah, it's laggy. <laughs> anyway, it's a generational skip. So, it's, you know, not the, the um, iPad 4, it's iPad 5, as it were. It's the fifth gen, as it were. I know it's not being called that. It's the iPad Air. But, yeah. Um, so I might I might just sell the third gen and, and, and get that because I quite, quite fancy that. But uh, they, did, they had a few other 
Well, oh, sure. Well. They they also updated uh, the iPad Mini uh, to a Retina display and uh, mm-hmm. the same processor and motion coprocessor. Um, again, if you already own an iPad Mini, the the first gen, I don't know if you're going to bother or if you should bother to uh, to go ahead and get the new one. Of course, I'm I'm probably not the best judge of that since I'm still happy with my third gen. Uh, iPad Biggie or iPad yeah. uh, Mountain or whatever they want course, to call it as compared to the, the Air. The, the new units don't have Touch ID yet, but I think, um, um, which, again, I think I've said in the past, I don't think that's a big issue on the, the larger iPad, but I think on the iPad Mini, it'll, it'll have to come fairly soon. Well, I, I certainly like it on uh, my iPhone 5S. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. And they updated uh, pretty much all the laptops. The 15-inch uh, MacBook Pro that had the non-Retina display is now bye-bye. So if you still want a 15-inch MacBook Pro without the Retina display, you'll have to probably scoot over to the uh, the refurb store and pick one up there. Uh, what else? The new new MacBook Airs. And Were they? Yeah, were the new MacBook Airs? Yeah, I they think bump, so. they bumped them. I didn't yeah, think, I think there were new ones. Oh, I thought they. Oh no, 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 no! It was just the MacBook Pros. It was the thirteen-inch. Yeah, yeah, it was the thirteen-inch and fifteen-inch MacBook yeah. Pros. Uh, both yeah. of which, at least the high end, it, they had a two hundred dollar price break on it, which was you know that was nice. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's still probably you know the most expensive laptop in its class. <clears throat> you know, right, right from uh, right from the factory. Well, but no change, no change there. Yeah, but, yeah exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. No change there. And and on the software front, they updated, of course, besides Mavericks, they updated the uh, the iLive suite and the iWork suite. And have you had a chance to mess around any with uh, iWork in the cloud or the iCloud? No, I've heard a lot of complaints about that. Though. Really, I because I sent you a um, uh, a link because I took the show notes that we do and just kind of pasted it into a pages document. And I sent you a link to that to collaborate on it. Did you see that link, or did you see that email? No. Nope. Oh well, it's very possible I either did it wrong or it didn't work the way with from within iCloud that it said it was supposed to. Did you send it to uh, 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 my Gaz at mymac.com podcast uh, email uh, address? Possibly. Um, I actually I don't remember now. I did it right from iCloud. Okay, well, you best try it again, but I did not see anything, I'm afraid. So there's another fail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, which, um, which isn't really a fail, of course. It's just a slight hiccup in the process. And, you know, it, we should come to appreciate the fact that it might not work first time around. Yeah, well, I, and, you know, everything, everything is relative. Um, <laughs> yeah, of so to speak. I'm, I'm, you know, if for whatever reason... Um, iCloud doesn't work exactly the way that Apple says it's going to work right off the bat. I don't think that should come as a huge surprise to anyone. Uh, do you have any... Uh, actually, I guess we'll wait on the complaints about Mavericks uh, for a little bit, depending on what else goes on on this show today. Because Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I yeah, there it, is some it, questions. I think, you know, I think there's a few gripes about Mavericks, but it's less about Mavericks and more about the functionality that's been taken away in uh, in the iCloud uh, iWork suite, but you know, let's leave that for a bit and come back to that. Okay, okay. Um, what's, what's all this about 
three terabyte drives, two 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 oh, yeah. terabyte drives. Okay. And, I've what, got. What, what have you been trying to do, guy? Come on. I, I have got. On. I've Spill got. the beans. <laughs> Will you let me finish? <laughs> I've got. <laughs> I've got two two terabyte drives in a single enclosure that I have set up as a software uh, RAID one, which means, of course, uh, one is mirrored the other. The only problem is my iTunes collection, because I have a lot of video, has snuck up to around one point six, one point seven terabytes. And once you get, once you kind of get past that that seventy five percent mark on a drive, I start to get really kind of nervous. So um, there's a there's a local chain here who I won't mention because they don't sponsor the podcast, but they had some great prices on uh, hard drives. Go on, mention okay. It was Micro Center. (laughs) Micro Center. Yay! Don't have them in the UK, but boy, are they. Just wonderful. And Boy, they just ran the corner. <laughs> well, not, actually, not even really just around the corner. It's it's probably about a 45-minute to an hour drive to, to from where Please, I am. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> well, yeah, but, I mean, they have it, – it's it's a geek store. It's definitely – you know, okay. it's not like going into a Best Buy or something like that okay. where it's like, okay, well, hey, here we got the TV sets and here we got the computer stuff and over there is refrigerators and washer and dryers because that's what we do. No, this this is basically all computers, and they have some TVs too, but it's almost all computers. They had Toshiba three terabyte drives for about a hundred and ten bucks, and I was like, you know, I could use some three terabyte drives, <laughs> so I bought three of them. Uh, I replaced I replaced my main drive in the Mac Pro because I had a two terabyte put put in a three terabyte, and the weird thing was I was showing about one and a half terabytes on that drive after i did the 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 copy over to the new drive it was down to uh less than a terabyte and the only thing i can think of is this particular drive and all the information that's on it has followed along with me probably since about 2004 and i'm thinking that there was a lot of just cruft in there well, it probably, I'm not sure, I could be wrong here, and Tom will correct us if I am. Yeah, well, that's what he does. But I wonder whether copying it across obviously took out the defragmentation slightly, because it put everything in uh, an orderly <clears throat> place. Well, possibly, but um, considering that I went from being, oh, I'd better do something about this, to, wow, look, I now have oodles and oodles of space. Um, I was I was pretty happy with that. So the next thing I did was um, I, I had a an external drive that I use for carbon copy cloner of my main drive in the computer. It's a two terabyte drive. So I figured, okay, I'll copy my entire iTunes collection over to that drive, and then I'll take out the two two terabyte drives in this enclosure, and I'll put in the three or the two three terabyte drives. So the the actual copying of information probably took about 28 hours because it was going over FireWire to the computer and then over USB to just two external drives. So that finally got done and uh, fired up iTunes again and used its preferences to point to that collection or that drive instead. And it wasn't working really well, but I figured, okay, it doesn't matter. I'm going to, you know, once I get these two three terabyte drives in, I'll be good and I can just copy everything back over and I'll worry about it then. Well, I put these two three terabyte drives in this enclosure, buttoned it all up, 
and uh, connect it up. And when I looked at it in disk utility, because, of course, you know, they're unformatted drives, it was telling me each drive had about 800 gigs on it. And it was like, what? No, what? 800 gigs? These are three terabyte drives. So I took the whole thing apart again, thinking maybe somebody like gave me weird drives or whatever. But no, they were both plainly marked three terabytes. And then I started doing a little bit of digging. And as it turns out, the enclosure that I had, which is, I don't have it here in front of me, um, some off-brand that I'd never heard of before, had a two terabyte per drive limitation for their enclosure, even though it had eSATA and it had USB 2 and both FireWire 400 and 800. It was like, why Why would you do that? Why would you put in some this limitation? And so I, I started looking online because I couldn't figure out any way to get around that. So I started looking online for other enclosures, and I, what I found was almost all of these drives have this two terabyte per drive limitation if you want FireWire. See, that was the kicker because I already have a really super long FireWire cable going from my computer to the quiet place that I have uh, this, this this drive. And I was like, God, oh, I yeah, it just hacked me off. So I ended up and um, I ended up calling uh, Otherworld Computing, <laughs> which is sort of ironic, uh, all things considered, possibly, and. They had they had an enclosure that's good for two drives up to four terabytes. So ended up getting that. That comes in. I put the two drives in. I'm currently copying everything over, but I had to. I, of course, I had to take the two two terabyte drives, put that back in the original enclosure that I had it in, and you know have iTunes go back to that. So I wouldn't have all these weird problems that I was having with the other external drive because it was just, it was just too much to deal with. So right now I currently have, uh, both of these enclosures are in what I like to call the the quiet place, which is this cabinet that that's here in the man cave. And, uh, I have a firewire 800 cable connected between them and it's currently copying over one point, seven terabytes and it's it, i started it yesterday so far it's only copied over five about 573 gigs and it's telling me it's going to take about another two days <laughs> so that's going to be a while before that's done yeah <laughs> and then i have to figure out what i'm going to do because now i've got like all these two two uh two two terabyte drives all over the place i have to figure out what i'm going to do with them first world problems that's what these are yeah, yeah, I, I, but you lost me at two terabytes. Okay, let me start again. <laughs> so I took these. No, I'm kidding, kidding, kidding. So what you up to? Uh, not a great deal. Uh, work has been busy. Uh, been doing lots of refereeing, um, and uh, yeah, I've had a couple of long trips actually, and I picked up my daughter today uh, from South Wales. So uh, during the week, the only thing I did. Um, during the week really was to uh, update to Mavericks and find out a little nugget about um, using two screens. Oh, really? What's that? Which will mean that I will discuss it in my tip. Ah. Later. Okay. Because I've got a uh, less of a fix, more <laughs> of a reversal. Um, <laughs> But we'll talk about that a little bit later. Okay, so you're using you're using two screens for your Mac Mini then? Yeah. Yes. Okay. 
Yeah, yes. I'm I'm actually pretty happy with uh, the two screen support in Mavericks. It's it's nice not to have to run two separate different programs apart yeah. f- apart from the Finder to to get this functionality and to actually get a little more functionality in that you know you have the dock in any active monitor that you're currently using which is nice not if you not if you have the dock in the position i have oh that's right you do the left hand dock don't you yeah 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 you're one of those weirdos yep yeah but we kind of knew that going in though I'm a weird, I think actually it takes – you see, the, 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 there's a very good reason I put it there, though, Guy. I think it takes up a lot less real estate than on the bottom. Yeah, my brother Bill does the same thing, but he uh, only has a single monitor. Yeah, well, and that, it, and that was fine when I understood that uh, Apple didn't have uh, two you – know, they had a little bit more two-screen support. And I'm now thinking, right, give me an option – you know, and this might come in per the future. It's, I'm not, you know, jumping up, up and down about this one, but if they gave me an option to say, on screen two, um, if my if I've got focus on that screen, put the dock at the bottom or on the right hand side of the screen. Yeah, I was just thinking in that. screen one or the main screen, um, have the dock, you know, wherever you want it. it you know, it, surely they've, they've they've got that capability, but maybe they haven't. But uh, if that came in the future, that would be great. Um, you know, it's not a problem at the moment because I, I was used to it, but uh, we'll perhaps talk about that in the tip as well. Yeah, I, I think they should make it so that it floats in the kitchen. I think you, have to go, you have to get up, make a sandwich to use the dock. I think what it should do, actually, is just go, boo! <laughs> Hi, up the dock! Boo, I'm over here. Want to use me? Forget about it. Yeah, yeah. But I've gone. <laughs> too bad, too bad! You can't find me. (laughs) Okay, so it's a busy week over at the MyMac.com podcast. Oh my God, I'm looking at this wall of text. Well, yeah, so um, do you want to take the first one uh, or shall I take the last one? Um, Why don't you take the first and the last one? Okay, okay. Tech Fan Podcast number 138. Angry! Angry! Uh, Apple has released new iPads, a new Mac OS, and new iWork apps. So why is Tim so angry on this podcast of TechFab? Angry enough to gasp, <gasps> use the explicit tag. And I have to say, I've known Tim since 2001. I have never heard him curse, ever. Except every time I talk to him. <laughs> Yeah, I've listened to it, and he's angry, all right? I haven't had a chance to listen to that one yet, but I'm, I'm, now I'm actually people. looking forward to it now. Yeah, I've heard a few other people angry, probably about the same thing as well, to be honest with you. So what's, anyway, the, uh, what's the next story? The next story is Tech Fan Podcast number 138. <laughs> angry! angry! <laughs> if, if you would like to write for the MyMac.com podcast, you know, and I'm starting to think part of the reason why we're not seeing that many articles over at mymac.com. We're, we're asking people to write for it, so don't ask people to write for it. Stop. Okay, Stop. I, I Stop will not now. ask people to contact because John Nemo and send it, it, a sample I, of their I, work. I do notice a di- direct correlation between when we started asking people <laughs> and the, the number of articles that were appearing on the website. 
Ah, uh, well, I, I just, I think it was more along the lines of, of their. Do just, you want your reputation destroyed? The G-Men on, <laughs> on MyMac.com podcast. Yes. Oh, so yeah, but so we're not going to say that if you would like to write for the for the MyMac website to contact John Nemo at Nemo at MyMac.com. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Now, also, do not send him a sample of your writing so that he cannot evaluate it and make sure that, that you meet the quality standards that is, well, beyond the podcast, uh, the, the, My, the MyMac website. So don't contact John at Nemo at MyMac.com. Don't do that. No, don't do that. Ever. Ever. So um, G+, my gully, goody, goodness gosh, there's all kinds of stuff over there. Uh, and Alistair Jenks in particular has been very, very, oh, what a busy boy he has been. He, he has. And um, there's, a, there's a big piece which actually we might come to for the middle section. So uh, what else is there uh, on just for now? Before Well, you've you know, got a thing on there about two screens. And yes, which, which is going to be part of my tip. So Okay, um, we won't talk about that. that. Uh, yeah. I talked about rejiggering everything in GarageBand to the new version that I'm still trying you, to you, figure out the interface. Say, and you're saying you actually quite like um, uh, GarageBand? Yeah, I mean, they've done things... They, uh, have, taken away, they have taken away the podcast, the... Um, what they call it? What's the word for it? Yeah, the, well, no, you uh, could enhanced. Yeah, podcast. honestly, I don't care. Um, no, I, I never used it. No, I know that some did though. Some podcasters did, and uh, I, it, it does mean you got to put a lot of effort into it. So, well, yeah, yeah, it's something they've taken away, and it's okay if if people aren't using it, great. But it, there are people that are using stuff like this, and it, it it's just yeah. you know so arbitrary that um, I think that's what's getting on people's goat a little bit to be honest with you. Anyway. Well, but the weird thing is they did leave in the uh, the the movie bit which is very very similar to it. Mm. So what would have been the problem of you know just leaving in the podcast one too? I don't I don't quite get that. Uh but again, uh I never really used it that much. Uh and the other kind of weird thing is the in the effect the effects, you know, the effects and your loops and everything all used to be over on the right hand side, and now they've kind of split that up. You've got you've got your effects are on the left hand side, and you've got individual some individual track settings on the bottom, and then your loops are over on the right hand side. And they've I guess now I, I don't have logic, but I have seen I have seen pictures of it, and it, it kind of looks a little bit like logic i guess you know the the term logic light uh wouldn't wouldn't be too too much of a stretch to to call the new version of GarageBand. i do like some of the the new uh compression settings for voice tracks and they oh. actually have one let me bring that up real quick here oh, uh -oh. Uh, you, you just hit voice and then there's a, an effects called compressed vocal and that's what i'm using this week and nothing else and and I'm using that also on Skype, and we'll see. You know, I mean, we'll we'll see what this podcast sounds like after we get done. And I may need to tweak it a little yeah, bit more, but I'm, I'm actually it, pretty happy with it. You could actually be giving it a kiss of death by saying that, of course, at the moment. Um, anyway, yeah. back to back to Google Plus before you spend the whole show talking about um, Garage Band. Right. Um, you you also <laughs> sorry about that. Guys. That's okay. I'm, a, I'm yeah. I'm only jessing you. Yeah. Sure. Um, hmm. You also welcomed Eric Stone to the MyMac uh, podcast uh, community. 
And I like what you said here. Being here means never having to say you're sorry about anything. <laughs> and yeah. Nicholas, Nicholas Riley jumped in and said, particularly about wandering in here. And Kirshen say, <laughs> brilliant. Run away, run, run away, away, run away. <laughs> yeah, we'll, sh- we'll show people. How, do, you how, take one, do you want to take the one from Steve Green? Uh, Steve Green put something here in discussion. It says, wow, it's true. They've moved the box copies to purchased. Superdrive, you're on thin ice, my friend. MacBook Pro, early 2011. What's that screwdriver doing? What does SSD mean? Wait, what about reinstalling OS X if you need... Oh, no Mac App Store. Steve Green, you won't feel a thing. <laughs> I, do that, I do that laugh really well, I think. I, I think, actually, you do that laugh too well. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe just a little too well. Um, um, yeah, so Eric, I, D, Eric Diaz jumped in and said, Maverick so far, so good. Only had to reinstall the Avast preference pane. Everything's working fine. Never had a major issues with any OS X updates. And this one wasn't the exception. Yeah, um, you know, there was there were some comments last week that how people would be saying that this was the worst OS ever. And, you know, to be honest, I, you know... It, I, I haven't really had any major problems with this initial release of Mavericks. Oh, come on. Yes, I know. Podcast with Gaz. I'm doing it right now. Okay. <laughs> now, see, Calendar just came up. Calendar just now came up because I had an event listed here. It says, alert 30 minutes before start with Gary Malpass. Podcast with Gaz. So I click OK. And hopefully, and quit the calendar because I don't need that right now. I, you know, and you're just just as I'm sitting here saying, "Oh, Mavericks is just wonderful." Bring podcast with Gaz. No excrement, Sherlock. Really, really. Hey, Gaz, did you know that we're guy, doing a podcast a in in thirty hang, minutes? Hang on a minute, guy. You, you've jumped. You've jumped from Mavericks. You know, not, we've got to talk about no real problems updating. You know, I know. One or two, and then and then you're expecting it to read your mind, the fact that it's expected to know that you are actually recording. So if you're recording, that means you're talking to me. It must know and recognize my voice. So then it understands that we have jumped in early to start recording the podcast, which is just reminding you about. I think your, your expectations are a little high there. Uh, I, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, okay. I, think, I think my expectations are just fine. Okay, okay, I'll let you off. All right, thank you, thank you. Um, what? I'm just looking here about feedback from Twitter. Uh, after tweeting that I was moving my iTunes library, both Alistair Jenks, this should be the Alistair Jenks show today, and Clive Ooh. Hammett said that they were going to do it soon as well. Um, and Clive, that the drive is a Firewire USB enclosure preset to RAID 1. So I didn't even have to do anything other than just put the drives in it. And it's already set up as RAID 1. Cool. Excellent. And I think right. that's it. That's it. So do you want me to take us out? Take us out. Stand by to stand by and we'll be right back. Yeah, that sounded kind of like Tom. No, it was me. Ah, okay. And here's, here's, here's me taking us out.
not making movies or laying the smackdown on fools. The Rock listens to the Tech Fan Podcast with Tim and David. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? I know that we kind of bring more laughter than information. (laughs) (laughs) It's the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the MyMac podcast with the G-Men. That's uh, that's Guy over there in washy tone. Hi. Uh, And me over here in clean tone. Um, Clean tone? Clean tone, yeah. Yeah, it's like cling film, I suppose. Oh, like Klingons. Probably. No, that was, yeah. that's that's later on. It could be. <laughs> it, it I'm not might telling be. you. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not warning you. We had a big, a big uh, piece from Mr. Alistair Jenks, who we, I, I've kind of asked Alistair if he'd like to come on sometime and talk about this and other stuff, of course. Right. Uh, and he said that he'd love to, and we'll have to get a timing right because Alistair is down there in New Zealand. So the time oh. difference between all three of us could get a bit crazy. But, you know, it'll either be me staying up late or Guy getting up early or me getting up early. and or, or we're, Anyway, we'll sort it out, that by the by. But he responded partially to um, my, uh, my piece where I said, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, or at least sort out using two screens. Um, basically, I had a little bit of a, oh, Apple, you've ruined my two screens experience. And that was really where I was coming from. You know, sad right. that I had to then, I, I had to find a fix. Well, luckily enough, there's Twitter. So the fix was pretty much soon. And there might be, there might be a little tip coming up about how to do that fix <laughs> later on. Um, and then mm-hmm. Alistair did a complete post on his own. Uh, all on his own. Didn't even ask his mum to do it. Um, and he was talking about all the commentary from both iOS 7 Mavericks and specifically uh, the little problems people were having. Well, yeah, in, he basically came to a pretty fundamental conclusion, he said in his post. Uh, but I've got to just stop you there, Alistair. Some of the issues that people are having, certainly on Mavericks, is probably less to do with Mavericks are more to do with the update with iWork. Um, and I'm seeing an awful lot of complaints about the dumbing down of some of the iWorks apps. Um, now, are we talking about the cloud version? Well, if you update your... I mean, they do keep the um, both applications available to you on the system. So if you updated iWorks on your machine because you updated to Mavericks and you could actually have the update to the iWorks apps as well. If you updated them and then you opened some applications, so, sorry, some uh, some files, and you updated, it basically goes through an update process, and you've got lots of templates and stuff, it could lose a lot of the functionality that you previously had because there's a lot of functionality which has disappeared. And you may say, well, just use the old application which you had because it doesn't get rid of it. It puts it in a separate folder. However, if you've set up some templates, you've then lost it. You can't go back on those. So you then have to go into Time Machine, find the old file, open up in the old application, which then means that you can't use the super new functionality which they've given you in iWork to do collaboration and all the other stuff over iWork, over iCloud. 
So th- there's lots of little bits which I think are getting up people's coats with all of these updates. And it's probably, you know, it doesn't help that they're all coming out at the same time. But anyway, Alistair said, he said that his conclusion is that either he should become a programmer, which he kind of is anyway, hmm. um, and then it doesn't matter what language or platform, uh, platform um, you just learn to program something. Even some HTML or C- CSS would do. So as long as you can work to a goal and actually learn it, well, that's all very well if you've got plenty of time. That's all very well if you've got the inclination. That's all very well if, you know, basically you want to do that sort of thing. But there's an awful lot of people that use stuff that don't want to do that. They just want it, they just want it to work. And when you get a free update, most people are going to take it. You know, they're going to just free means press that button right. for most people. And, you know, so to then lose some functionality which you had before, and I've got to say, I, I'm speaking to an awful lot of people, everyday people, that they haven't backed up in months and months. They don't try the new stuff. They just expect it to work how they used to it working when they first bought a device. So for or it to software. suddenly change, yeah, or for it to suddenly change, they lose out. Apple doesn't lose out. We don't lose out because we'll find out how the new functionality will work and how to get the best out of it. You know, we might gripe about it a bit, but, you know, what, actually us? we'll move. <laughs> well, I mean, people in general. It's not <laughs> okay. Just us. Um, because I, I, I was all, always a, you know, a savior for iTunes. I always thought iTunes was, you know, I'd said, I'd, I don't have any problems with it. It works for me until recently, but that's another story. <laughs> um, and there's a lot of people that just won't bother and they lose out. That means their experience goes down, which means the next time they come to look at a phone or a possible update, are they going to go with Apple? I don't know. I don't know. You know, that's not everybody, but I think there's a lot of cases out there. Anyway, his second, his second note was expect change and plan for it. Or put it another way, don't plan so much that change gets in the way. Yeah, that's good advice. Well, uh, well, it is. Well, well, it is good advice. It is. We're talking about a, a, an operating system. Why should I plan for something that's going to drastically change? How can I plan for something I don't know is going to change like that? Um, ask all the people who went from Windows 7 to Windows 8. Uh, we, we're not on Windows. I know, Windows, I know, right? I know. I we're know. not on Windows. We're on the Mac. But I mean, supposed, even, even with the changes. Work. It's even, supposed to just work. Everybody what? keeps telling us it just works. That phrase is still used for people who go to the Mac, and it, it shouldn't. We, we've got to stop that. We've got to stop saying it just works because it doesn't always just work. Well, not for everybody. Not for everyone. Not for everyone. Um, and, you know, if people are paying for equipment and if people are paying for applications and, and products, then it, they do expect it to work. I recently bought some glasses, okay? Okay. I changed, I changed from what I, what, what I had, which was a basically straight, either long vision or short vision, whatever it was, to some very focals. They, I just couldn't get on with them. They didn't work. So guess what? I took them back and they've changed them. Now, he, the everyday user is not going to be able to change Mavericks back to his old operating system. And that's the point I'm on. I'm not on about us. 
we can moan and gripe, we'll get on with it, and then we'll get it changed. But the everyday user, they won't. They'll just live with what they've got, whether they see it as a good experience or whether they see it as a bad experience and won't move on. And that's the one thing I'm a bit concerned with, with Apple going to the everyday consumer. They've got to make sure that these things work in the way that these people are expecting because they'll just walk away or they just won't use it. So what's the point in putting a hell of a lot of developer time into changing something, which when somebody gets, they'll go, oh, that's different now. Oh, I can't use it. Oh, well, I'll just use it as it is. And they lose the functionality because they, they haven't seen how they can move on to the new way that Apple have developed something. Um, wow, that's, that's a lot to, uh, to digest. That's what, that's what we need Alistair on it. Alistair, if you're listening, oh, yeah, a, bit, <laughs> a, bit, a bit steam's coming out of his ears at the moment. Well, there's, there's, a, couple, there's a couple things uh, to, to remember. Number one, uh, all of these things that have just happened, uh, they were free. So, um, of course, that doesn't affect which if is you've worse, lost right? functionality which is worse. Which because, is worse. because of a change. Number two, and this is something that... Uh, is good advice, regardless of operating system, regardless of of you know whatever it is that you're using. Back up before you make major changes, and it needs to be on a different drive than the one that you're currently using. And this is something that cannot be stressed enough. If if for example, uh, after I had installed Mavericks, it's I suddenly realized oh. You know, none of this is working for me. And this actually happened when we went from Snow Leopard to Lion. Do you remember that? Yeah. All of a sudden, everything that I was doing broke because Apple made some serious fundamental changes to the operating system. They introduced sandboxing, and it completely screwed up my entire workflow. But I had a complete backup of Snow Leopard before I did the upgrade. So I was able to boot off of my Snow Leopard drive. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, wipe out the the drive that I had made all those changes to, and then use my backup to re-image it back so that I had a working system again. So you know, r- really, if if any of you out there, I, I, I don't want to call it fear change, but you kind of like the way things are going and you're not all that. <clears throat> I mean, you still want to, you still want to try the new stuff, but you want to make sure you have a way to get back. You've got to make backups. You've got to have at least one full and complete backup. Of- which kind of, which kind of goes into what Alistair says in his second point, expect, expect change and plan for it. Right. Right. And, and that's, then that's how you plan for it. If the change isn't something that's going to work for you and you want to get back to the way it was before, unless you've made a full backup, you won't be able to. And whether you use Carbon Copy Cloner, which is the one I use, or Super Duper, and I'm sure that there's, there's quite a few other ones out there, make that backup. And, and once you've made that backup, disconnect it before you start doing all of these changes just to make sure that, you know, nothing is going to, you know, cross pollinate or, you know, however, however that term goes in uh, electronics land. 
uh, you you want to make sure that you have got a clean way to get back to the way you were before. But you see, the the, the problem is, guy, we're probably already t- teaching that to the converted. I'll I'll go back. There's an awful lot of people out there that they'll just go and I've because I've seen it. I've seen it time and time and time again, especially at work with people that go, oh no, I just I look at them and I go, why are you doing that? And they go, well, they changed the, the something they being Apple, yeah. and it doesn't work anymore. So I do it this way. And I go, bang, 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 change it. Oh, oh, that's better. And I think, <laughs> and I think to myself, Apple, you have so undersold yourself here. And that's the point. That's the point, guy, that Apple is almost underselling itself because it's not – it's doing something great, but it's not showing people how to get to that extra step. And that, that's what I think is, is, that's what frustrates me. That's really what frustrates me. That's what frustrated me with this screen. I'm thinking, okay, fine. If I have to go back to a previous way, um, to get the functionality that I had before, because I feel that I've got more use out of that functionality, that's great. But it was so, you know, abstract to how to get there. And obscure, and it, it, yeah. It came, it, yeah, it came from someone on, on Twitter when I, when I moaned about it. Now, if I hadn't moaned about it, I'd never have got back to that, you know, that <laughs> finding that abstract way of actually getting back to the way that I, I want to work. And it's not every piece. It's not every bit which is not working. It's little bits like that which kind of creep up and creep up. And then there's another one. It's like this maps thing. Now, obviously, I've got to go away and find out how to get that Maps thing working. But I've got iCloud. I use iCloud. Everything's synced up. Everything else in iCloud is synced up. You mean that Maps, maps thing that we haven't talked about yet? Yeah, that Maps thing. <laughs> no, yeah, but we, we've, we talked about it in the, in the quiet bit, you see, and we'll come on to it. So there's a, there's a Maps bit coming up in the third section. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you see, my name isn't Doctor Who for nothing, you know. <laughs> I was like, you're not late, you're TARDIS. I'm just early. Ooh, that was bad. I'm not late, I'm early. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, we we definitely got to get Alistair on because he's got some really great points. And uh, yeah. In fact, it might even be worth if, if we could get Steve Green on with him as well. We could just let them do the show. Yeah, it'd be, uh, let's see, Steve Green, uh, he, but Alistair doesn't have any G's in his name. Ah, uh, he's got a J. That's close. It'd be G-A. The G-J men. The G-J men. <laughs> All right, um, I, I guess that's it. So uh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so far, so far, I'm liking Mavericks, but I don't know why. Uh, well, I mean, I'm liking it for the reasons that we talked about in the quiet time. Okay. Yep. So everyone, please stand by to stand by for the third section that is going to be coming up faster than you could even imagine. <laughs> Are you sure it's not the second section? It's the third section of the MyMac.com podcast number 480. Let's talk Alice. We play all your favorite hits with no commercials. 24-7 music even the boss can enjoy. Okay, host Bart Bouchotts doesn't play the hits or really any music. What he does do is give you the monthly wrap-up of what's going on in the Apple ecosphere 
along with great guests with different opinions. You can get the news anywhere, but Let's Talk Apple will tell you what it means. Find it in iTunes, stoplightnetwork.com, or at lets-talk.ie domains. This is Dave Hamilton from the Mac Geek Cab, and I never listen to Guy and Gaz, uh, the G-Men, on the My Mac Podcast. And welcome, everyone, to the third section of the MyMac.com podcast in what is probably one of the weirdest shows that you're that you're never going to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, it's out of order, and there's whole big sections that we can't use. Well, actually, I'll probably use some of it. Just <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, are you nodding? I might be not nodding off, or or nodding your head. I'm nodding off. That's yeah. for sure. Hit it. Gases. It's time for Gases tip. Hi everyone, it's Gaz's tip And on this week's show I'm going to try and explain a tip Which hopefully you'll be able to understand Unlike last week's tip Where, unfortunately Because of a slight confusion between the keyboards of the US of A And the United Kingdom I cocked up (laughs) In fact, I didn't cock up. I noticed that it's the top button that we're talking about. You've still got the delete key in the same place, and actually your backslash, what I call a backslash, is at the very top. But anyway, it's below the eject key on your keyboard. Yes. That's what I should have said. The key below the eject key, and last week's tip would have totally made sense. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, use two, I use two screens, Guy. I've got two Dell screens. Yeah, two Dell 20.1 or whatever they are um, I've, I've got a ViewSonic and an Acer. <clears throat> No, both of mine are exactly the same, and uh, they are—they're not um, calibrated to each other exactly, but they—I've got them so they're pretty damn close. And I've used two screens at work and at home for a very long time. Yes. So I was excited when I downloaded Mavericks. Yippee! Woohoo! Woohoo! Yes. Oh, great. Look at that. I've now got two menu bars. I've got a menu bar on this side, and I've got a grayed-out menu bar on this side. Oh, I've now put focus on my second screen, and my menu bar is now working on the right-hand side. Brilliant. Okay. Now, occasionally, Guy, I use one application split over both screens. And you know what application that is? Tell me. It's Excel. Oh, joy. Because I love my spreadsheets, and they tend to spread... All over the place. People put so many columns in, but it just makes it easy. And I've done that quite a lot. And I do it a lot. And all, even though you get used to the bezel in the middle, because the pixels actually just flip over. One pixel doesn't disappear. You don't lose half or three columns in your spreadsheet. Or whether You're talking whatever. about it on the Mac, right? On the Mac, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, you want to do it at work and on the Mac. And I thought, great, you know, um, I'd be able to just go to the top for my finder when I'm in that side of the screen. Ah, what's going on here, says Gaz, as he half pulls one of his uh, screens over to the other side, um, 
moving across the bezel from one one of my main screens to the the what I call the sub screen screen one down to screen two, it's gone all grey. And when you release that window, it disappears from the other window, which makes having two screens uh, defunct. Actually, now, well, unless, not really. You just you unless, just can't spread wait, it across both screens. Tip. Will you let me okay. finish? I'm sorry. I'll unless, shut up now. Unless, of course, you go into uh, system preferences, mission control, and here's where you've got to make a decision. And the decision that I've made at this point in time, it could change in the future because it all depends whether I want to have displays that have separate spaces. So if you go into mission control and uncheck displays have separate spaces, you can then go back to uh, straddling an application over the two screens. And But the problem is you then lose the menu bar at the top. So that's this week's tip. What? If you straddle an application over two screens, if you leave displays have separate spaces on, you cannot straddle an application over two screens if you use two screens in that way. Uh, do, do you still get the menu bar on your active screen? Nope. nope. Really? You lose the menu bar. You you lose the, the functionality of having, and I think you'll probably lose the functionality of having the dock at the bottom as well. So you've got to decide on this tip whether what's more important to you, having the menu bar on both screens. And if you've got two large screens, if you've got two 27-inch screens, you're likely to actually want to keep that on because going from the bottom right-hand corner of your secondary 27-inch screen right up to the top left-hand corner of your uh, main screen to get to the menu bar is probably less preferential than having two menu bars on one screen. But if you do straddle over two screens and you've, you've, you've found, because you've moved to Mavericks, that you can't now do it, go into System Preferences, go into Mission Control and turn off Displays Have Separate Spaces. And then you've just got to decide whether you prefer to have an application which can straddle or whether you want the menu bar and the dock on both your screens. Okay, I can. before we get out of this tip, I can solve at least the menu bar problem. With a program that I used to use called Second Bar, which will give you the menu bar on top of both screens. I've just gone back to the way I've been working for years without a menu bar on the secondary screen. It doesn't bother me. Okay. Because And the reason it doesn't bother me is because I use an awful lot of keyboard actions when I'm in, in that particular application. But if you're in a different application where you want to go up to the menu bar and you don't use a keyboard, you use a mouse, then it might have different implications. Yep. So if if that's what you want, and you still want that menu bar on your second screen, uh, check out second bar. Good, and, good, good call, guy. Yeah, of course, you don't get the dock, but you do get the menu bar. So I think, I think that's it for the tip, isn't it? I'm nodding my head. Ah! Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me Will finish? You let me finish? And... Do you know what I didn't do this week, Gaz? And, and I'm sure no. you're delighted. What? What's that? I, I didn't do the uh, the weird foreign saying at the bottom. Ah, oh. I forgot. I, I forgot so looking, this week. I was so well. Just repeat last week's. No one will understand. They, they won't know because <laughs> it'll probably get <laughs> repeated differently. 
Yes, precisely. Well, if I you did it last week, so I'll do it this week, and people can tell us just how different it was. Anyway, do you have a pick this week? Guys? I do. I do have a pick this week, and uh, it's the the new maps program that comes with Mavericks. And uh, I I just tried it out today. I I got a uh, a phone call from my son Peter, who was out in Reston, Virginia, on a school trip, and uh, thought. He had a ride back, but he didn't. So I had to drive out to where his hotel was and pick up him and his uh, his girlfriend. And I, I basically just went into the Maps program in not in iOS, but in uh, OS X Mavericks. Okay. And did a search for the particular hotel along with the city name, came right up, clicked the little button, said send it to, and it actually offered me a choice between uh, my iPad or my iPhone. Where does it say, where does it tell you to send it to? Oh, hold on a second. I will have to bring it up now to tell you. Where is it? There it is. So Maps comes up. Yep. And you have a a little search bar up there in the upper upper left, just like everywhere else. I'm going to type in Marriott's Hotel Milton Keynes. Milton Keynes, okay. I'll, I'll type in Marriott Hotel Milton Keynes. And it doesn't. It says no search found, no results found. That's good. Okay, so I'm going to go Devere Hotel Milton Keynes. Or just go Milton. Uh, I'm just going to go Milton Keynes because oh, still no search. Mine came up Milton Courtyard Ke- Toronto. Okay, I'm going Milton Keynes Central Rail Station. Okay, so I'm going to click on that. Yep, brilliant. What happens next? Okay, once you've got that, then you hit the, uh, the like, you see where it says directions in the upper left? Yeah. And then there's a little key with an arrow on it that's pointing to the right? Yeah. Okay, click on that, and if you have iCloud set up, it should offer you the ability to send it to various phones or email, messages, Twitter, I, Facebook. I have, I have iCloud set up, and it's not giving me any options. Really? Do you have it set up on your phone as well? Yep. Huh, because it, it's showing me uh, Peter's I could send this map to Peter's phone. I could send it to my iPad. I could send it to my iPhone 5S. The reason, the reason I queried that with you and went through that process is because I, I went into Maps all excited when I got it, and I got exactly that problem. The share button just comes up with email, messages, airdrop, Twitter, Facebook, add to contacts, or add bookmark. And I thought... Hang on a minute. I thought somebody said that it's much easier and it works, and, and that's why I went wanted you to go through it because I think that is going to be an absolute cracker of an app, and I'm going to use it quite a lot if I can get it to to work. Be able to just send to my iPhone. Now I've got I've got iCloud. iCloud is set up on uh, on my Mac. It's set up on my phone. Everything else is syncing in there. Hmm. It's not letting me do it with maps. I wonder. Oh, I wonder if it I'm could all be. I'm upset now. I wonder if that's a a, a uh, outside of the U.S. thing. Because oh. I mean, right? Well, it shouldn't be. Should no, it? it shouldn't be. That's weird. That is weird. Okay. Well, that... it works great for me. So, sucks to be you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, if anybody else is uh, finding issues on that, then let us know. Or if you know uh, how I can fix it, then let me I know still on that think as well. If, if, it's not a US, if it's not a U.S. only thing, then it's it got to be something in your settings. 
then you don't have well, yeah yeah but i've gone into icloud and everything in there is set up correctly and it's just not happening so i'm surprised okay well we'll get it working but if if you're having the same issue as me then guy's tip is rubbish or pick is rubbish <laughs> if you're not having the same issue as me and it's working for you then guy's app pick is fantastic and you've screwed it up somehow <laughs> anyway <laughs> yes yeah it's but it's all my fault oh i understand it's my fault it's oh, not okay it's my fault it's what Excellent. i've done i've messed something up yes i understand that I don't wanna... <laughs> what's your app pick this week <laughs> well my app pick is it i think this is actually specifically for uk people so oh Nana... like you like your uh like your tip from last week yeah so nana sucks to you no my tip from last <laughs> week as i said below the eject key right everybody mm. can use it just go back and listen and uh, insert below the eject key where I say above the return key. Anyway, um, I'm not sure if it's available for people outside, but I just I use the i the BBC iPlayer and the BBC's iPlayer Radio, which includes BBC podcasts all the time, both on my iPhone and on my iPad, and I think they're great. So if you're in the UK, you can certainly get these applications. And if you've not got them, why not? Just just do it, folks. Just go and get them. And for you outside the uh, the area that could probably be allowed to have those apps, I'm sorry. Yeah, but we got Netflix. So have I. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have a people's pick this week. Yay! Uh, from, from Eric Diaz. And he likes Tweetbot 3.0, completely redesigned for iOS 7, with lots of nice features and a great new look. Only thing he doesn't like is that there's no iPad version yet. $2.99 at the iTunes uh, App Store. I, and, I probably went over you then. It's $2.99, folks, because I think I went boo just as Guy went $99. $99! And uh, I believe... Oh, what the heck? Ah! <laughs> What's up? You just oh, trod on your toe? No, no. This, the, uh, I'm, I'm in Safari. I'm sorry. I'm in Chrome, and I'm, and I'm trying to jump between various windows here. And it's, it's to Facebook, because I was going to check how many likes we have on Facebook. And it hasn't changed. It's still at that same number that I talked about last week. And that's that's about it for Facebook, I guess. It's yeah, I don't think we're going to make two hundred by uh, by moving Christmas on. time. Moving on, don't worry about it. Moving on. Okay, uh, no new iTunes review. And uh, Steve Vigus, if you would please send me an email, who he was our last uh, iTunes reviewer, I will send you a Woody. And if you would like me to send you a Woody, do a review in iTunes, and then send me. An email to Guy, are you listening, Steve? Guy, G-U-I, at mymac.com. And you can also contact me at twitter.com forward slash MacParrot. And we have a, com- did you know, Gaz, we have a combined Twitter account. It's, it's like, I didn't. It's like this amazing mind meld between us. And every time I look at it, I feel your, about your three times three, three times stupider than when I started. And I'll tell you what, we both feel pretty stupid normally. Oh, yes, we do. So that, that's, that's quite telling right there. And that's twitter.com forward slash. People will be saying you can't get any more stupid than, than the G-Men. 
<laughs> I mean, what I, what I tell my kids normally is, how can you be so stupid with only one head? <laughs> well, well, I... D- <laughs> wow, you threw me with that. <laughs> it's twitter.com forward slash guy and gaz, G-U-I-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Zed. So how could they get a hold of you, Gaz? Gaz at mymac.com, G-A-Z Zed. at mymac.com, or twitters.com. That's twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. Zed. Zed. There's a Skype number, Guy, do you know? I, oh, I, I, I kind of knew about it, but it, I, it's been so long since we used it that it, it kind of hurts. It hurts. It, it's not that I'm feeling sadness for Skype. But it's this empty feeling in my heart because we have not received a Skype call from our so many great listeners in so long. And when this happens, what you need is a mankin. Mankin. For those times when you're not feeling so fresh. We still have to do something with that. That's that's okay, just yeah, too good. Do. We will do. Anyway, plus one seven oh three four three six nine five zero one eight two four seven one. Eight two four seven what? <laughs> what <laughs> one seven oh three four three six nine five zero one. And thank two, eight, you four, seven, one. all of you. All, all however many thousands of people there are that There's download three guys. Stop exaggerating. There's three. Two of them is one is you, one is me, and the other one is Tim, just to make sure. Just to make sure that it's not us just for an hour going blah, 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 blah. Well, it pretty much is, actually. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I happen to think that this is the best show that we have ever done and that we're good enough, smart enough, and doggone it, people like us. Abonepigna. Adnanu Amkur R is Sai Sam Siv Tas Ilitis Zag Abna Ik. What is this? Amvik Tigvik is Sim. Till it's an anul, Iggy. You're just uh, making stuff I, up now. Hagi is Nini Nagda. This is Klingon. A Tiggy robot three in mass. And he's delicious. Iag. Is that it? End. End. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can also find other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Not Another Mac Podcast, the Mac Specialist Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the TeacherCast Podcast, the Apple Junkies Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. What the hell was that? I read it backwards. Oh, you're talking about this thing that's here on the yes. bottom? Yes. Oh, I was wondering. It was like, <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> that is the most bizarre. I mean, I swear to God, it sounded like Klingon. <laughs> it really, really did. It sounded like Gaz has now 
move to Klingon. Ah, I didn't want to read it forward again, you know, like we said earlier. So well, I is thought, this the I'll... same one I had last from last week? Yes, yes. So I read it backwards. Oh, Wait, <laughs> was it the English one or the or the no. uh, the Javanese <laughs> no, one? No. A Javanese no, one. It was, the, it was the Latin one, apparently. Oh, actually, you could have read it. You could have read the English one backwards, and that probably would have been well, just I did as think funny about that. <laughs> but then I thought I looked at Will certainly. And you try and say those backwards. <laughs> oh, let's see. Lil Iniat Rec Sam E Say Me Ta Kal Zag Il Ooh, decision. That's a tough one. 